Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. FAME, an experiential arts academy designed for people with intellectual or developmental disabilities, has been around for decades. Students take classes in visual art, photography, improv, voice acting, and a lot more. The Academy has put on plays, musicals, and even rock operas before, but it's never undertaken anything quite like this weekend's show. It will be a full recreation of the Talking Heads classic 1984 concert film Stop Making Sense, featuring live performances of music and dance in addition to video. You can see it at Portland's Revolution Hall this Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon. Fame student J.J. Ross choreographed the show and dances in it. Jessica Dart co-directed it with her husband and fame teaching artist Jason Rouse. They all join me now. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Good to be here. Jessica, first, can you just remind us in a fuller way what fame is? So FAME is first and foremost uh, an educational institution um, for adults who experience developmental and intellectual disability. Um, It's all very fine and performing arts focused. um, And then there are also significant performance opportunities for students who want to take advantage of that. What's the goal of the work, Jason? I mean, what do you want to accomplish with any one of your shows? I want everyone to to feel cool and to you know why do we do why do we get on stage we want to we want to do our best and we want to uh, perform and we want to create art that we're making through dreams and uh, that's was the purpose of this show hmm. is like I wanted to I wanted to do a rock concert I wanted to work with the artists of fame. I wanted them to have this experience of getting on stage and singing some of the 11 of the greatest songs I can think of in front of a packed house at Revolution Hall under lights and with with amazing accoutrement and have that experience. That, that's where I think it started. Like, um, how can we all have that experience together? I've, I've never had it. Um, so this is how I'm, I'm getting it, you know, um, by building it. So that's what I want. JJ, how long have you been involved in fame? Uh, I, when I was in fame, I involved for uh, 12 years. 12 years. What are some of your favorite classes from that time? Uh, we take mental theater, sports acting, playing games, Broadway, and shows. What do you like to do outside of fame classes? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, um, in addition to fame, what else um, gives you joy right now? What else makes you happy these days? Um, I feel happy in fame because uh, it makes me feel good. Uh, fame is like um, classes and theaters and stuff. Hey Jay, if you're not um, if you're not taking fame classes, like what do you like to go out and do? Do you like to go to the movies? Oh yeah, uh, we also watching movies with Jason. He's a good fellow too. He does seem like a good fellow. I uh, like seeing karaoke with Jason. I can competition the singing for him too. That's true. That's true. And bowling, I like to feed. I can beat Jason on wee bowling. Okay. Huh. 
turning into a one-sided, <laughs> one-sided thing. Yeah. One day, Jason, you can you can compete better at wee bowling. Maybe I, that's I appreciate Nobody that day, but no, no, no really. I've, I've really, I've really, I really try. It's not. No, he's really good. Yeah. How did you decide to do stop making sense? Jason and I were about two years ago, we were driving to the coast for a weekend and the Stop Making Sense album is one of our favorite things to listen to while we drive. And as we were listening to it this time, um, Jason had been teaching a video lab class at Fame and he was like, well, what if we made a video for burning down the house? I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then it was like, well, what if Aaron Hobson, who's a pretty well-known Fame performer, well, what if he sang this song? And then it just became this avalanche of what ifs and wouldn't it be cools. And then by the time we got to Lincoln City, we were like, what if we restage Stop Making Sense at Revolution Hall with all of these accompanying videos? And what if we asked JJ to choreograph because we knew he could move and was a great dancer? And so we had this crazy idea by the time we hit Lincoln City, thinking that fame would never no. want to do it because it was so off the wall. This and was we also held on two, to it. And two years ago yeah. was um, was one of the heights of the pandemic, Correct. right? Yeah. So this was, was I mean, an even more impossible dream in some ways, mm -hmm. or at least an idea of a a possible future. Yes. And we we really had no idea when or if it could happen or if fame would go for it. And then Jason um, had the opportunity to pitch it to Jenny Stadler, the executive director of fame one day. And her answer was yes, immediately. And we were like, whoa, okay. And then we started getting grants and now we're doing a show. So it's it's nuts. Yeah. You know, we, we, we skipped right in. And I, I did mention in my intro a sentence or two about what Stop Making Sense is, but I, I'm I'm sure that many people listening don't actually know what it is. First, I, before I, we get your live version of it, um, you shared with us an introductory video that's going to play, as I understand, before the performance. Right. So let's, let's listen to just a little bit of that, um, because this is something that audience members will experience this weekend. Their debut album was released in 1977. Two positive reviews. They collaborated with the British producer Brian Eno on the acclaimed albums More Songs About Buildings and Food, Fear of Music, and Remain in Light, which blended their art school sensibilities with influence from artists such as Parliament, Funkadelic, and Fela Kuti. Talking Heads reached their commercial peak in 1983 with the US top 10 hit Burning Down the House in 19, uh, uh, 1984 they released the legendary concert film Stop Making Sense directed by Jonathan Demi and now nearly 40 years later here you are at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon about to witness a new interpretation of Stop Making Sense Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I mean, enjoy the ride. That was fame student Willie Chapman providing the voiceover narration for that 90-second video that we're going to run at the top of the show. Um, and he doesn't fully get into, he doesn't describe what's not making sense. So, so what is it for people who haven't seen it? What is it? It's... The greatest concert film of it's, all time. It is. It is. The, uh, Talking Heads was touring their album, Speaking in Tongues. And at the end of the tour, um, they they had it filmed. But what it was, was their first real um, attempt at, um, I don't know how to describe it. They used projections. 
And the show was built and fully choreographed. So the show began on an empty stage um, with David Byrne, who would walk out and he would sing a song uh, to a, a backing drum track. And then with a boombox. With a boombox, yeah. And and then he would perform the song solo. And then Tina Weymouth joined him. And they would perform Heaven. And slowly, gear and equipment and personnel started to arrive. And by, I don't know, five or six songs in, the full band was on stage. So it was it was this progression. And it it's telling a story that doesn't... F- you don't feel like you're walking into a story, and pretty soon you're you're just immersed in this in this world of of, of art and you know grays and these these wonderful projections and this this wonderful energy on stage. Everyone is in this flat plane in front of you, and if you're on a riser, you're performing. If you're on the floor, you're you're energetically dancing and moving and running in place. And it's it's an amazing experience that really that 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 grows and grows and builds and then just sort of explodes at the end, and so that's that was in our minds the whole time. It's like, well, we I think we can do that. We have all of the tools at our disposal right now. Well, Jessica, what are the tools? What are the tools at your disposal? Um, the artists of fame, uh, just their willingness to be a part of something that at first I think a lot of them were like, wait, who are talking heads? Like we have a cast member who's 21 and he's like, I have no idea who these people are. And we have another cast member who's in her early 70s and she's like, oh yeah, I remember this. So, um, But 95%, no one had any idea about this this album, this movie. It was cold. There, for months we had a lot of questions of, now what is this? A lot of side eyes like... A lot of nerves just, we don't understand this. This is, again, it's unlike anything they've ever attempted. So we had we had the the artists um, and, you know, a, a Creative Heights grant, among some other things. So time, money, and really creative people were the tools at our, our disposal. And also knowing that we had JJ, I had worked with JJ on um, a show several years ago where he was a performer who did a lot of really amazing movement. And I'd seen him, like, on the dance floor, you know, at Fame Dances. And I'm like, this is a person who could be a really amazing choreographer. And so we knew that we had specific artists at Fame who had specific skills that we wanted to utilize in a new way and then create opportunities for visual artists, digital photographers, and things like that. So it really was inspired by the people that we had at Fame. JJ, how did you come up with the dance moves for the show? Uh... Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, the dance moves is um, teach how a certain kind of dance. You need a certain kind of dance for this. Yeah. Can you describe it? Um, I can do hip hop too. Hmm. There's some um, hip hop in it. I got hip hop in it. JJ, when you um, when you made up the dances, where did you do that? Were you you were in your little house when you made up dances? Uh, went to my little house. Turned on uh, my computer, danced for a while before I danced with the students. So you first you would sort of practice or, or try things out yourself in your in your home, and then once you had those, you would you would show those dances to to the other students. I just show the students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you like about dancing? I like dancing. I was like uh, 
Tropical Dance, PJ Lauren Grant with her friends. I can do hip hop. They got country and jazz in it, I like. So all different kinds of dance. Country, all different kinds. Yeah. Jazz, hip hop. Yeah. Um what's it like to teach the dance moves to other dancers? Um, I do a lot of grooving dances. Is I'm a choreographer of the dance mood, how to teach how to dance with the kids. And I, I think watching JJ in this process has been really cool because like he said, he would, we would give him like, all right, you're working on this song. He'd work on it at home and then he'd bring in video of what he worked on. And um, Linnea, his choreography assistant, and I would look at that video and he would do some live dancing. And then we would help him refine these moves to then teach to other students. And then we would move into our class for the day and JJ would demonstrate the moves. And he was such a great leader in the room of just demonstrating like this is how the move goes and he has a very <laughs> gentle authoritative way of teaching it's very quiet like he'll just kind of look at somebody and demonstrate the move very intensely until they're like oh i get it this is what i'm supposed to be doing but do it in, i mean until yeah. until the students get it yeah. yeah he draws their eyes he will he will be doing the moves and he will stare at them and they will catch his eye and then he holds their gaze demonstrates the move and then he gives them a nice nod when they've got it and it's like released back into the world you got it and he'll move on to the next it's very quiet and gentle and and wonderful to watch yeah yeah jj do you have a favorite dance from this show my favorite is burning down the house Hmm. why why because um it's about setting you free i'd like to be free Hmm. I should remind folks, if you're just tuning in, we're talking right now about the fame recreation of the Talking Heads 1984 concert film, Stop Making Sense. They made it with the late Jonathan Demme. It's going to be at Portland's Revolution Hall this Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon. We're talking with J.J. Ross, who is a fame student and a choreographer, the choreographer for this new production. Jessica Dart is a co-director of the show along with Jason Rouse, who is a teaching artist at Fame and a Portland actor and comedian. I'm curious, Jason, can you just give us a sense for the scale of this project compared to other productions that Fame has done over the last 40 years? I think it's safe to say this is the largest. Um, um, We've we've we figured out that we've been able to utilize a, over hundred fame artists, individual artists, in piecing this show together. Whether um, they appear on stage as a vocalist or instrumentalist or dancer, whether they um, were in the video lab, which spent twenty weeks um, con- concepting and developing the eleven videos that are presented. Within those videos, we have videographers, we have still photographers, we have fine artists, we have so we have these beautiful paintings and drawings from the different fine arts classes all coming to bear. Jessica sifted uh, 10,000 still photographs from the digital photography um, classes and all called and curated for this one purpose. So the scale is quite large we were we moved in to rev hall yesterday and spent the day on stage and it's a real show i mean the lights were on the the projections were going the band was wailing and um our team was up there like they do this every day which is what you want but um 
and they weren't thrown by the lights. They were like, okay. Everyone. It seems like you were more scared by it than your students yeah, were. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited. Um, I, I'm, I need to be tucked away on the side of the stage with the video. And I, I kept coming out and running out into the house to see these, these pictures that Jessica and I have been dreaming about for two years and that all of us have been dreaming about. We talk about this is a partnership. It's not Jessica and myself and, and Jenny. Stadler putting the, it's all of us. It's taken all, everyone on stage, everyone, all of our fabulous um, assistant stage managers, everyone, all the artists at Fame, to create this moment. And yeah, I'm I, I've sort of got ants in my pants back there. I think I'm getting in the way. Every once in a while, I'll bump into I bumped into Jim, one of our one of our dance ensemble, and he's like, "Look out!" And I'm like, "Jim, I'm." He's like, he knows I'm not. He we, there's a square that he's in, and. I'm not supposed to be in the square. Right, you're messing that. up his show. <laughs> a little bit. I, yeah. He he gave me a pass yesterday. He's like, first day, first day. And I'm like, okay. And I and I got back. Jessica, how much over the last two years have have you thought that your job collectively was to recreate something faithfully, something that you all love, as opposed to creating your new thing, your own thing? It It's become our own thing. It really has become our own thing. Um, Stop Making Sense is the inspiration. We are, we're drawing moments from that that we really like, like the video elements we love. We loved that there was choreography, but JJ is not just just imitating David Byrne's choreography. It's his own twist on it. Um, so there are moments that are recognizable from the film. Um, we're not doing all of the songs from the film. We've added a couple of uh, studio tracks that we just really loved. Um, so it's, it's it's definitely our own thing, um, but it's very much still stop making sense. So it was finding the balance between that because we knew that with the amazing folks that we had involved, it would become something else. And that was always kind of the purpose. What are the some of the biggest challenges been? Um, I mean, when we're working with artists who have disabilities, I think the the impression that a lot of people at large might have is like, oh, that's going to be really hard and that might be impossible. And it's it's really not. Like the accommodation that most people need is just extra time. And so scheduling for me has been a big challenge because it is, for, for us from concept, it's been two years. Um, we started working with Fame in fall of last year on this and then we've been rehearsing this since April of this year. And so it's it's the scheduling um, to accommodate that. And then also, I think, combating the idea that this is special arts for special people, mm. um, because this is really about opportunity for people with disabilities. This is about excellence in performance. This is about the dignity of taking a risk and performing in public. We're not going in to say, look, we're doing an inspiring show. That's not our intention. Our intention is this is an awesome rock show that you came to see. And it just so happens to feature artists who have visible disabilities, invisible disabilities, um, artists without disabilities. It's just, it's a mishmash of just cool people doing a cool show. Hmm. Let's listen to another clip that you shared with us. Um, and let us know if, if there's something we should, that our audience should know before this, but um, it, it's a piece of the singer Aaron Hobson singing the, the song Psycho Killer. Anything we should know before we hear this excerpt? It's going to be really awesome. Yeah, and I, I cannot wait for people to see the joy that Aaron brings to the show. He loves yeah. performing. Yeah, 
as powerful as his voice is, uh, that's 50% of his magic. The other magic is watching his f- physical form. He's performing it as much as his voice is. You just, the energy that emanates from this guy is, is insane. And the show for us two years ago started with, we want Aaron to sing Psycho Killer. Oh, on that, stage. Right, as you mentioned, that, was, stage, that was literally yeah. the beginning. That this was, is it. Yeah. This is Aaron in a in a spotlight down down center at Rev Hall. Two years ago, we said that, and we got to see it yesterday. It's hmm. it's insane. What we're going to hear, I should say, also um, just to temper your sonic enthusiasm, yeah. is uh, uh, audio from uh, a cell phone yes, <laughs> camera that's not very track. close. Yes. Um, so that, that's that's uh, the recording. That's not him. Let's have yeah. a listen. This is uh, Aaron Hobson singing part of Psycho Killer. I can't seem to face up to the fact. I'm just a nervous and I can't relax. I can't sleep because my bed's on fire. Don't touch me on the real live wire. Psycho Killer. So that's um, that's Aaron singing, and what you heard uh, in the background was um, our iPad ensemble that um, are Rebecca Davis and Cody McCullough. They are the backbone, and they're they're taught and led by Dave Chasseret, who's um, an assistant music director, who's I mean tireless work with our iPad ensemble because they're our percussion outfit, and they're on stage the whole time, and they're playing iPads, and they're amazing. And uh, Dave has worked tires tirelessly to. Um, I don't even know what the word is, to sort of reinterpret all of the Talking Heads music uh, to be played via iPads. It's a huge task, and it's just, it's just fantastic. JJ, one of the ideas behind fame is that imagining your dreams and pursuing them is for everyone. What are your dreams? Uh, I think my dreams like I can feel like dancing. I like singing. I'm a karaoke, I like to art, and then the relaxing, like, TV shows and stuff. <laughs> it seems like this show actually lets you do a lot of those things you just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and just briefly, I mentioned that there are going to be two performances only for this show that has taken the, the, the two of you and a hundred other people between six months and two years of work. Just two shows. Um can audiences or people who are not going to be the audience this weekend, will they be able to see this ever? Yes. Uh, we are filming both nights of the show. We're going to edit together uh, a version of it that will be available um, to rent via streaming. Um, and that should be available um, in, in the fall at some point. Um, Fame will have that linked on the website. And um, you can... I think the plan is that you can rent it once and have it available through the end of the year if you rent it. So, yes, it will be available. Jason Rouse, Jessica Dart, and J.J. Ross, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. 
J.J. Ross is a famed student and the choreographer for this new production of Stop Making Sense. It will be at Portland's Revolution Hall this Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon. Jessica Dart and Jason Rouse are the co-directors of the show.